Magic Kardashian it, the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. I'm Marcy Jaro. Coming to you live from Los Angeles, California, the center of some major news. Boy, it's been a big Kanye week. Oh, my God. This Ugh. is, I mean, someone's going to make a spinoff podcast that's just Kanye. Just Kanye's Twitter. I mean, someone's w- going to be recapping Kanye's. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's definitely enough work for a team of people. It's been exhausting. I'm exhausted. Do we, you, we've been treating today like we got a lot. I mean, like we're about to climb a huge mountain. Yeah. Do you even want to do catch up? What happened with you? What did I do? What's happening? You got stood up by a celebrity. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, here was is what I would like to talk about. I had my show. Um, I had uh, Holly Weird. It was very fun. But Tatum O'Neill bailed on me Uh-oh. over email at like three in the afternoon. Was it because of John McEnroe? She wrote Did the- he start screaming about something on a tennis court somewhere? I was bummed because she had asked if she could bring her sons who I looked up. They were like they're like 28 and 30 and they're like really like they're her kids with John McEnroe and yeah. I was like I want to meet those kids and they're like really crazy hunky yeah they're both so good looking um but no she canceled over email uh it was very annoying but she said it was not an emergency a family situation so who knows um but it, more importantly our very lovely funny friend Mitch Mike Mitchell who is a hero of Doughboys he agreed to do it which was so nice um so what we lost in probably like weird semi sad stories we made up for in like a lot of laughs yeah. and at the very end I got to meet a Kardashianate listener <gasps> who came um Veronica oh, I believe that was the name and if I messed up your name please I'm so sorry I was very scattered at the end of the show but I'm almost positive it was Veronica um and her friends, uh, will you email me if I got your name wrong? Because I'll feel really upset. Why did you even start with the name? Because she, I said it to her <laughs> face. And I was so proud of myself. And I was like, and then as I was. I'm so bad with I've names. I said it to myself like five times this week in, pre- in preparation of saying it. So I wouldn't forget didn't it. jot it down And then though. right now. I don't jot stuff down. You gotta jot it down. Look, I fucked up. My brain's too bad to trust anymore. Yeah. I thought I had it. Well, I, had, I like, might not have. I might have. I might have aphasia. I, you know, I went and got an MRI, uh, like, uh, not that long ago, because I thought I was like, I thought my brain was failing me, because I but just my memory. You was just so had bad. stress. Yeah, I was like, my doctor was like, "Are you really stressed?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm so stressed." She's like, "Are you sleeping well?" And I'm like, "No, no not, not at, all. at all." And she was like, "Well, that's what's happening." Here, do you want to see something fun? My cat really tore me up earlier. Oh, Marcy. He attacked me like crazy. Oh, no. Oh. Well, all that to say, I just wanted to thank um, the listener who came. Also, uh, Tammy Sager came, who... Uh, <gasps> Tammy Sager is the most amazing woman. Yeah. Like, she... If you've seen... Um, don't... Wait, what is it? Uh, don't oh, Think Twice. Don't Think Twice, She's yeah. one of the... She's like... My favorite part of the movie. Yeah. She's like this rich stoner kid. Yes. She's, uh, she's amazing. She's written on all of my favorite shows. Yeah. She's the coolest woman. I love Tammy so much and I look up to her a million trillion times over. Me too. She was and there. The fact that she listens to this. Like, cause once we messed up an upload and she like let me know over mm. Twitter, like at like 1 a.m. and I was like, <gasps> I cannot even believe. I well, I was Tammy. very excited. Um, and it was a very, yeah, it was just a really fun show. And, uh, you know, you got to just roll with it. And yes. it was good to have my first, like, day of cancellation because especially if you're dealing in, like, a certain 
tier of people, uh, I think it's just going to happen. Now, when you get your guests, are you like, wh- what's your criteria for picking them? Like someone that will possibly drive you insane for a month? Yeah. Is that how you pick them? I mean, it's people who, I mean, the idea of, was that, you know, it started with Angeline and then Cato. And I was like, well, I don't really want to like key into only like the most odd, odd, odd. Yeah. Um, and people who have like, you know, so I actually for this show had been trying to find sort of a more just like person from TV. Old, yeah, yeah old just like Hollywood somebody or like the owner of a Tiki Tea or something like that. Ooh. And it was like those are people it doesn't I don't necessarily want it to um, only ever be like, ooh people who have like kind of a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, so you're like uh, Tatum O'Neill famously for famous for not having a lot of issues. Well, that was exactly why <laughs> when she confirmed I was like, um. Um, and then we talked on the phone and she was so excited and like knew UCB and I had oh. been asked to do ASCAT and like knew Zach Woods and stuff. And it was just like, oh, this is this sounds easy and great. Um, and then, I'm not like talking shit on her. I just like. No, she canceled she, on me. I get it. She's, she's probably wonderful and great. But I've seen little snippets of her reality show. Yes, I do think she's wonderful and great. And I if she were to ever listen, I totally get it. It was just a bummer because, yeah, people were really looking forward to seeing her. And so yeah. um, that was just like that gets a little tricky. But um, I get it, though, Tatum. I want to cancel everything oh the day of as well. I would have loved to have canceled. I almost told show. Jess in her while I was sitting in front of her house. Can't do it. Marcy. I'm a period can't you always can and I'll just come out and I'll get the kit and I'll sit here and I'll figure it out I would just sit in your drive <laughs> crying though because my body's failing me I'm sorry. why can't you just hit like a pause button on your reproductive system I mean to be like I'm not having kids ovaries chill, chill out. out and also do I have to put a bunch of weird chemicals in my body in order to not have my period like you could yes. never get yeah. give me the chemicals um, how about you? I was trying to think of a good story to tell you, but I don't know that I got one. That's okay. Oh, I did watch that Rachel Dolezal documentary. <gasps> I know. I felt like maybe I shouldn't, but I was like, you know, Netflix doesn't really do like ratings and the documentary's already made. So it's not like it benefits her that I watch it. No, but also I think it is interesting. It is it's very a, I was interesting. Obsessed with it. I was obsessed that, with that story. Did you watch the doc? No, not yet. She cannot decide what her platform or what her like position is Mm. so it's like she is transracial okay but then when people aren't buying that she's like well i don't want to be white and it's like that's different different. first of all is that is transracial real is that a word that she's the first one to come out and say she is interesting uh i think there might be in the doc there was another person who identified as a blonde white woman Oh, interesting. Who was not? Who was a, a uh, Caucasian a, person? Uh, it was a black man. Wow. But I mean, yeah. I mean, like, then you could say, like, Whoopi Goldberg's, like, character of the little girl in her Broadway show who has, like, who w- wanted to be a, a white woman with long blonde hair. Like, that's, but that's, like, we all want to be, we all want to be a white woman with long blonde hair. <laughs> Jess, we all want to be you, I right? Know. Um, I don't have long blonde hair. I have matted mint mint hair. (laughs) Mink. Mink. Oh, not mink. Um, But like, I felt really bad for her sons and her like 13 year old son is like so. In the trailer, I saw the kid and that broke my heart. So stressful that he was just like, I wish she would just stop doing this. That way people would forget about us, but she will not. I mean, that's like. And and he literally says she does not realize what she's doing to me and my future by doing this. Oh my God. He's so aware. 
And then like her other oldest son, who's actually like an adoptive brother that was abused by her parents. So she adopted. So like, that's the thing about her is she's not all trash. She just won't give up this one real trash thing that she's doing, which is lying. And it's from the position of like a the question I'm sure that the doc is opening up is it's like, if you are from the position of privilege, like- uh, it's not, a, it's a very like, it's not asking the question. Some people in it may ask the question, but only yeah. at one segment of it. Okay. But like, it's just, yeah, like she, it's really from her point of view of like, isn't this sad, but I will say she's an amazing artist. Mm. Uh, she has all kinds of talent. She should really let this go. What a crazy And start thing. figuring out how to apologize for it. I mean, that's what I mean. But she like, not only does she not apologize for it, she's not letting it she go. Doesn't, it doesn't sound like she's walked away from it with and any her, awareness. And like her, so her oldest child, uh, I think his name is Isaiah. Mm, maybe that, I forget. I forget which I was playing on my phone the whole time. So <laughs> I apologize. Um, but was like trying to get into Howard University. Okay. Uh, and she was like, this is where I went. And she was like really excited. But then she was like, I hope I don't hurt his chances. It's like, of course, you're not going to help his chances. You came to school with a camera crew. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. It was a, it's a very like, uh, boy, rolling right into Kanye after this. Like, yeah. it's like, camera hey, the devil. <laughs> would love to not uh, like completely throw you away. But you are not doing yourself yourself any damn favors right now like uh-uh oh now i really want to watch this you gotta see it even if nothing for no other reason than the end where she like cuts out like you see her like what is remember cynthia on rugrats had that doll yes with vaguely. like the little hair sticking up everywhere yeah, yeah she has a scene at the end where she looks just like cynthia's <laughs> doll does she, does it like show her? Or is so the doll sh- named Cynthia? I don't know. Does she like, do you see her like life? Like her friend? She doesn't have one. Oh, okay. She has no one. Okay. She has like her sister who's her adoptive sister who uh, is, uh, I forget her name as well, but she claims that her blood brother, that Rachel's blood brother molested her. Oh. So her sister is black and was like he sexually assaulted me when i told my adoptive mom she was like no son of mine would do that and then like the parents were horribly abusive to these mm. people and they're saying rachel is lying but it's like i don't think rachel would get this other woman to lie like her sister yeah. to lie with her Ooh, it's very it's like i understand the rejection of like e- even just like after the election being like boy i really don't want to be oh, a white woman I, right now we're awful and just to be like, I don't want to be like, see, I don't want that to be, but like, oh, hello, uh, but to just go just shopping a, around, but just, <laughs> yeah, just a, a, or just a taste of what it's like to walk around in anyone's shoes who are less privileged, but, um, to, to want to reject the whiteness that she comes from so much because the white family she had hurt her so badly. Yeah. I understood that. And that like and they hurt her and her black sibling, like mm. literal black siblings. Mm. Um, you, in some ways, you're like, it's a profound, like symbolism there. Mm-hmm. But also, just like get a therapist, dude. You can't be doing that. <laughs> you can't be doing that. No. And it's like really complicated <laughs> in that moment where you know the like the clip they get her on is like where they're like, who's this man? And it's like a picture of a black man and and an older black gentleman. And she's like, that's my father. 
And they're like, that's your father. This white man's not your father. And she's like, and it's because it's her father figure. It is a man who is like, I'm proud that Rachel calls me like later. He is the doc. He's like, I didn't speak to her for a long time, but you know, I know she's not perfect and she's made some mistakes, but I'm proud that she considers me a father. And it's like, so it is like, Oh, it's not just like out and it's complicated. Yeah. It's bad. And it's like, I hope that she can rectify it. Yeah. Uh, which is a perfect segue into Kanye. Right, guys? Oh, Lord God. almighty. Last, what a week. He really did a lot since we since we hung up the mics. He has been busy. He's been busy. I mean, by the time this goes up, who knows what else? I wonder have. if he's sleeping at all. I mean, my vote is no. Yeah. I haven't looked at the times of the like if there's overnight tweets, but no, I'd be curious. I don't know. I just feel like he might be like up. So since we last spoke, he tweeted some stuff. Um, uh, he wore a MAGA hat. He talked about Donald Trump. Uh, he and John Legend got into a. It Weird. looked like a Twitter beef, but then. It ended with he and John. Oops, you spilled water right on your keyboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it ended with he he and John having like a, a a very civil and lovely looking night Friday night together. Yeah. Um. He released three songs. One of them is Scoopity Poop. <laughs> <laughs> it's my damn favorite song. Then today he goes on tea, he, the real cherry, the icing, the cherry on the icing of the cake of the Sunday. I don't know. Today he goes on TMZ and he said that black people that he said the slaves slavery slavery is a choice is a choice. He yes. says 400 years. That's he's a like, long time, he, man. He, that sounds like a choice. He says that sounds like a choice. And, and nobody. I mean. I, I don't know how anybody can process. Okay. But so, that's not even, there's more. That's yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he, he I don't also, even know like, where do we start? Well, I think do it we would be start- worth starting today because I think today increased, it, it stuff. hit into like, it hit for me into this like new high gear. Like it's where it's been like, okay, he's kind of like trolling everybody. He has an album coming out. He's like, this is Kanye. This is what he does. And but then he has consistently throughout all of that been like kind of, resting back on this thing of like just love each other why do we have to fight kind of thing right right but he's also i think knowingly picking things that are like flashpoints and like i think it's not like a unifying message of love it's like it's crazy in terms of like the scope of like screaming about how much money you have and how successful you are and then your art and then also love and it's like it's just like it's not consistent in any way which is fine it's very kanye but then yeah, he like released this like there was this kind of dr- beautifully shot interview with Charlemagne, the god that looks like it was shot in their house. It's shot in their house and for like, sure in Kanye and Kim's house. And it's like an hour and 45. It, I we did not watch all of it. I got like 20 in. I got about an hour and some change in. And then he today went to TMZ, the actual TMZ headquarters and yes. like from what I could tell, I only could, it looked like there was not like one long thing. It was just a bunch of clips, but it was like, he is kind of just yelling at the room about a lot of, he's talking at certain points to Harvey Levin. Um, and then there's a part where like, he gets into like an, uh, an exchange with another guy. Did you well, see this? It starts off as like Kanye just sort of saying like 
saying to the room, like, do you guys all believe me that I'm speaking my truth? And then this man, uh, African-American man, Van, stands up and he's like, no, I think you're not thinking at all. This is after, though, he said the slavery. Thing, yeah. After right? he says the slavery sounds like a choice. Uh it was a, yeah it was a lot it's a lot to digest they literally are like i mean you guys have probably all seen this you maybe don't need us to tell you but it was just like and this was also then was it last night he but also like i think like what's so interesting about because like i almost want to like tell the full rundown because so much of the charlemagne interview is about like i don't have your headline i'm not speaking in sound bites I'm talking bigger in general. Like I'm talking about stuff that like is holding our us back. I'm talking about letting go and I'm talking about loving people, which is like kind of like really like, like it's mixed in with a lot of like, like what the fuck are you saying moments? But like the overall message is like getting lost and skewed because it isn't good clickbait, which is he's like, and he even like tweeted this today, which is like, um, is like to make myself clear of course i know that slaves did not get shackled and put on a boat by free will my point is that for my point is for us to have stayed in that position even though the numbers were on our side means that we were mentally enslaved they cut out our tongue so we couldn't communicate to each other that i will not allow my tongue to be cut uh, and then later he tweets the reason i brought up the 400 years point is because we can't we can't mentally be in prison. Wait, we can't be mentally imprisoned for another 400 years. We need free thought now. Even the statement was an example of free thought. It was just an idea. So it's like, it is like, he's like talking in a brainstorm, mm-hmm. but he's mm-hmm. talking to people and, but they're taking it in clips. Not to say that they're taking it out of context. Cause it is like in a certain context, but it's not of this like longer narrative of basically Kanye is uh, Lord Dern and Enlightenment. I never saw Enlightenment. Well, I know. Well, do you understand the premise of it? That a woman has lost yeah. her mind, gotten enlightened, and then tries to shoehorn the rest of her life while struggling with her mental illness uh, into this light. Yeah. That's what Kanye is doing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just, it's, uh, it's like a, it feels to me like, um, the, the I can't like see the shape of it, you know? Like, I, I, I think, think it's like, I understand at this point, like Kanye has been famous and erratic for a long time. And it's like, I, I think that also a lot of his tweets, I think are truly like profound and inspirational. And a lot of the stuff he says, like, it's not that, I think it's just that what's very interesting is watching so many people, the, the response he elicits and that people also are so rightfully pointing out the power of his platform, you know, and that he is, I think like, but that's also a very common refrain from celebrities. You know, like one of my favorite things about Rihanna is that she like how much she like has always pushed back on that and been like, I'm not a role model. I don't like you shouldn't. Yeah. I don't. I get to be exactly who I am. Like I have nipple rings. I do what I want. I smoke blunts like I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm Rihanna. And like, it's not my job to educate your children or daughters about like what they can or can't be like I'm me. And like, I always am very like touched by celebrities who don't feel that they have to be. Um, a role model, you yeah. know, like, uh, but I also think it's like the, like the, the exchange between John Legend and him, I think is, it's fascinating. I love that moment with John Legend because John Legend did in that moment what I wish so many men would do and they don't. And that's why we have this me too moment where people were like, where men said things like, I mean, I heard stories, but I didn't really know John Legend 
as his friend confronted him and said, I appreciate you trying to have a, you know, free thought and all that. But like, you have to understand there's, there's, you're hurting people, you're hurting your fans. And, and Kanye was like, I don't like that terminology, but I love you and I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. And that mature exchange between two people who disagreed. I mean, forget whatever Kanye's beliefs are. He actually cannot hurt a person. Like he's just a man who is has been isolated for like two almost two years kind of like coming out of his shell and, and yeah it's like and, a big grand arrival <laughs> yeah he's like saying a lot of thoughts you know and he's thinking big and he's thinking you know he's thinking in a way that's like it that doesn't feel very 2018 he's not thinking about now he I, I really to me when I listen to him he's he's thinking about how do we move past now it's what it sounds mm. like that's what it sounds like mm-hmm. um but like for John Legend to like talk to him that way. I was like, God, I wish like, I remember last year I had a man at UCB who's like a very popular comedian scream at me for half an hour after a party because I like turned down an advance that he made months earlier, but he just wanted to yell at me and tell me that women lied about him. And it was like very intense. And like, I was just drunk enough to engage it. It wasn't like scary or anything. It just was like inappropriate Mm. and unnecessary. And when I spoke to his friends about it, I was like, Hey, you need to check your friend. They were like, I'm not discussing it. That's my boy. Mm. And like that mentality like has made me rage so much against men and so many nice guys, like the nicest man I could think of said that to me. That's my boy. I'm not going to talk to him about it. And I wasn't saying like, throw your man in prison. Like mm-hmm. I was just being like, you need to check him because someday he's going to do worse. Mm. Check him now. Like, because I, I, like he can't be doing, you can't be cornering people and yelling at them. Like, it's not like appropriate, like especially people in our industry and stuff. Like I, I, was I was polite about it I wasn't trying to like be weird yeah to like have someone do that then like anyway I digress but like I think about like that just like what well, I wish those the friends of this person who did that to me would be like you know I will talk to him I'm sorry that happened that sucks I know he I know he's a great guy and, and I I hope he doesn't do that again yeah, instead of just being like nope sorry my clearly friend, like limits. a lot of honesty between like yeah a lot of like it's so how many of the tweets and like texts he's posted yeah which is very funny to me also um that anyone who's reaching out to him is also has awareness that they'll probably be like posted yeah that there's like no privacy with him right now which is fine but that it's like yeah that there's people are being like hey man what are you doing and also like hey i love it it's great like it's this full spectrum yeah and like in that moment earlier uh we were talking about him and that man from TMZ van is his name uh at the end of the clip you do see Kanye walk over to him he's saying I'm sorry I hurt you mm-hmm. I'm sorry that's not what my intention is with this yeah because he's really heated like they're and both yeah they both seem heated but like I you know I and, and right now Kanye is following only three people on really? Twitter he is following Kim Kardashian, Emma <laughs> Gonzalez from the Parkland shooting, and Candace Owens. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> those are his three women right now. <laughs> he, but, and I think he's doing it on purpose to show you, yeah, to show the world that like we don't have to pick sides over everything. Yeah. And we're in a time right now where I don't, I've never lived through a moment in my life that has felt so divided. Yeah. And I, I, and it's rightly so it's, but I think he's, I think he's speaking to people who aren't ready. 
I think it's hard because I'll tell you from my perspective, like I think he is such a forward thinker and I have like, you know, I think that it's hard because it's also a lot of like a swirl of what to me is just like really classic narcissism. Yeah. And it's really hard for me sometimes to like parse out what is like good and useful and affects people and like is maybe ahead of its time and also is about like self-obsession and uh materialism like to such a huge heightened space and like uh and profitability and it's like you know that's a guy who's like makes uh, is really excited about his shoe line and it's like and wants the world to have peace when it's like, well, you are also a mass consumer of like products in the world of like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like there's chill, there's people like on the other side of the world who are like make hand stitching your shoes and like you are, it doesn't make you bad, but like you affect the world in a lot of ways beyond just like what you want to talk about and, and like tweet about. And so it's like, I just get in the zone with him sometime where it's like, that's the point is he's an artist and he, I really believe he's an artist. Yeah. I really believe he like part of what his art is, is like igniting people and sitting at the center of like pop culture and saying what he knows to be true in a way that famous people don't ever do. And it's like thrilling and refreshing. And also like, I thought the clips today were kind of scary. Like, in a way of just somebody who's like uh, their brain is just sort of unchecked, like open. And it's like not a thing I'm used to seeing. Yeah, it is. It definitely is like one of those things. And he says it in the Charlemagne interview that like he's like, I'm at the beginning of a conversation. Mm. He's like, I don't know so much right now. And, and I understand that. He's like, and I know that racism is terrible and I understand that. And we're at the beginning of this conversation. He's like, but for his point, he's like, how do we get how do we get to move forward he's like when do like he says uh he says i don't want harriet tubman to be on the the he's like i want to i want to start using bitcoin whenever they put harriet tubman on the whatever bill it was mm. i don't know anything about anything guys so sorry <laughs> uh and he's like and they're like why and he's like because they should put michael jordan on and he was like <laughs> what and he's like why not just like instead he's like why do we have to be reminded of slavery every day mm. and i get like charlemagne's point was that like because it happened and it's still happening and he's like but when do we get he's like it's complicated because Kanye is making a point of like, how do we get to, it's like he like went to a Tony Robbins seminar with mm-hmm. Courtney and Chloe. And it's I was like, say he's in a very Tony Robbins. Yeah. Zone. He's like, how do we move forward if we're still holding on to the past so much? And it's like, it's hard because like we are still in, in the midst. I mean, he's not saying this. I'm saying this. We're in the midst of injustice right now. And he wants to move past it, but like we're still in the middle of the fight. Well, yeah, and he also has, yeah, his experience is profound because of where he sits. And, and he also says, like, as a rich. He's uh, very rich, and he's been very rich for a long time. And he was time. like, so he's like, you know, if I didn't the, love, yeah, he's it like. It doesn't mean that that negates anything. But he's just saying, I, he but, yeah. understands that he's rich, and he's like, but, you know, even in this, like, gated community, he's like, I still know where I stand with these people, mm. with the white people of his community. Mm. I got to watch the rest of this It's interesting. And he's like, but he makes some good points, which is like, I'm going to stumble along the way and I'm going to be wrong and I'm going to say stuff wrong, but I'm learning. Yeah. And, and it, I wonder what his like end point, like what is, if he has some sort of goal. Yeah. I think he's at like a, I think like what the biggest difference is. And I, you know, like I, I gotta say like, I'm not, 
I'm not saying I agree with everything. Obviously, <laughs> I don't love Donald Trump, but you know what? I love people who voted for him because I'm I'm from the South and I'm from a red state. Like, so I like have already had to deal with that. Yeah. Uh, I don't hate Trump enough to like cut anybody out of my life. Yeah. Um, I, and I think that like that's why we vote and that's why we care about politicians so that we can stop him from doing anything. I don't want him to do if much as much as we can. Uh, that's what my position on that is like we don't have to hit, cut out everybody in our life that yeah. supports him. We have to vote for the people we do want to yeah. do stuff. That's how democracy works. So, um, <laughs> uh, but he is saying some things that I, I'm excited for this narrative of like love and like mm. optimism from him. When have we ever seen such an optimistic Kanye? Think of his song "Scoop Diddy Poop." Scoop Diddy Poop. I love how much you love. I love the song. It's the thing is that line is insane and the song is great. Like it's a great beat and it's it's like a very good song. I have a theory that it's that the songs he released this week are placeholders and they're not really on the album. Oh, okay. Because did you listen to Kanye versus the people? No, I've only heard. So Kanye versus the people is truly just a very like. Uh, it actually, I saw like the makings of it today and on like a CNN clip, it's like he and TI are having a debate about all the stuff Kanye is saying. And then they like have like a real time debate with like eight or 10 other guys in the room sitting around a circle and Kanye and TI on opposite ends of the room. Mm. And they're having like, but what, what? And like, it's like not as eloquent or, um, uh, smooth. And mm. then they take the parts they like the best. And they made the song like right in the room. Oh, crazy. So then they put it out over. He's like, we can just put it over that beat. So I think it's over the beat of another song. Oh, okay. I think they just took the track from a song and then took an actual debate they had and then go back and forth with this political debate about like, how can you as a black man say you love Donald Trump? And he's like, can I say I love anybody? Do I have to be, do I have to be like, uh, align with every with every other black man's ideology like and yeah. it's like it's thought provoking and it is like I don't know like it is like an, I don't know like it's he's I don't know like he's supporting people that I don't think are good but I don't think he's doing bad things right now I know what you're saying and you I know, think I think I agree with you I think I I have a harder I think I just have a harder time with Kanye sometimes you yeah know? you know uh he brought me to Kim Kim didn't bring me to him yeah which we talked about and that like I know that's why I'm, I'm interested but to I, it is exciting to see him I mean it's so thrilled. lit up it's like no matter that's what I mean by like there's so he was even talking about Jay-Z he was so like loving about he wouldn't say a bad word. He's like, I don't want to do that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, know. that's like the whole thing that I think like it just in terms of like pop culture studies, like his obsession and he gets into it in that interview, like his obsession with Trump. It, it, I think that it makes perfect sense. There's no piece of it that's lost on me is that it's like the idea of anyone who can wrangle fame and conversation and affect change with it. Like even if it's like n- in my eyes, negative change, yeah. but the idea of like, you can be like a self-made icon essentially is I think what like that is like what the blood that pumps through Kanye is the idea of that. And so it's not, I think political as much as just like that you can as a single person affect humans in a really large scale way. Yeah. And I get that. It's just like such an interesting time. Also, but I also see that as like a really toxic kind of vanity and narcissism too, which is like the Trump side of it. But you that's know? also like every, like that's like Steve jobs. Yeah, that's, absolutely. You know, it's so it's like every that it takes us 
a sick person to to i completely you know whoever like you know like uh it took a sicko to colonize america (laughs) it it, which isn't which wasn't good but like it got us here no i'm not saying it as an i'm I'm, I'm not saying that but it takes those kind of big assholes to like those bullies who (laughs) i mean so much of our greatest like anti-hero icons are like these men who who can't be stopped mm-hmm. it's just it's really interesting right now especially like in a time where i'm like women 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 to be like wa- to watch a man change in front of me even if it's not like great but mostly he's just like i'm just not saying what you want to hear right now yeah yeah. But like to watch him literally change before eyes and be like he looked like the negativity is truly draining from him and it is yeah. exciting to see it, even if his negativity means that some of it, it's like the opposite of that saying, um, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. Where it's like, no, you can't, the friend of your friend is my enemy. So then you are my enemy. It's like, no, I mean, for me, that's not how I want it to work. And I, yeah. and I think that's like where he's operating from. He feels like he's been reading a lot of Buddhism. I mean, he's definitely like speaking true. I mean, that, that clip of him, like shouting across the TMZ room about getting lipo. <gasps> Can was, I play that for everyone? Oh yeah, go for Hold it. On. It's it's surreal. Like it's like a weird piece of like existential pop art almost. Like that Kanye West is standing in the TMZ room on camera screaming to them. Also, they talk about the Kardashians. Yeah, he talks about Rob, and it's like I. Well, it was can surreal. I play it? Yeah. yeah. I was drugged the fuck out, bro. I was drugged out. I was on opioids. Two days after I got off of opioids, and I was addicted to opioids, two days I got off of opioids, I'm I'm in the hospital, right? I'm taking two. Hey, everyone listen to this, please. Two days before I was in the hospital, I was on opioids. I was addicted to opioids. I had plastic surgery because I was trying to look good for y'all. I got liposuction. Because I didn't want y'all to call me fat like y'all called Rob at the wedding and made him fly home before me and Kim got married. I didn't want y'all to call me fat, so I got liposuction, right? And they gave me opioids, right? And I started taking two of them and then driving to work on the opioids, right? Then my boy, and I'd always ask my boy, uh, you know, to, to hand me if it's, uh, you know, we on tour, give me some weed, blah, blah, blah. So he had to go give me the opioids. And there was talks amongst my camp, like, yeah, he's popping, yeah, he's popping pills, right? So when he handed to me, this to me, he said, you know this is used to kill genius, right? So I didn't take it. Two days later, I'm in the hospital. I was taking two pills a day at that time. When I left the hospital, how many pills you think I was given? Seven. I went from taking two pills to taking seven. So the reason why I denounced, why I dropped those tweets and everything, because I was drugged the fuck out, bro. And I'm not drugged out. This, these pills that they want me to take three of a day, I take one a week, maybe two a week. Y'all had me scared of myself, of my vision. So I took some pills so I wouldn't go to the hospital and prove everyone right. We are drugged out. We are following other people's opinions. We are controlled by the media. And today it all changes.
<laughs> that TMZ part made is the sound scared of the band. Um, it's it's so intense, but you're I, it does, I just keep saying I'm like I don't know where this is going, but I feel like I'm watching a man in the middle of a big change. Yeah, I mean it's like it reminds. Is me. This is Jerry Maguire moment. Well, where he reads his manifesto. <laughs> Yeah. And he screams, who's coming with me? Yeah. Kanye's having yeah. a Jerry Maguire He's moment. He's start his own sports management company. <gasps> who's coming with me? <laughs> and he like hires just a bunch of like shitty TMZ reporters. Also, how terrible that he was scared of people calling him fat, so he got lipo. He, there's so many revelations. I we mean, learned that. I We learned that Rob did come to the wedding and then flew home. We knew that. We knew oh, that. I forgot. Uh, or I, 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 I didn't, didn't come to the wedding. Yeah, but I, I didn't I, know he flew. I think I had forgotten if he liked that. If he flew home, it, that I, was why. We, like a year ago, rewatched all of it. It's so like yeah. it's fresher. But um, what else? Blah, blah, blah. The Crips want to kill Kanye <laughs> or no. So D- Daz Dillinger, one of the dog pound crew, uh, he <laughs> said in a I guess he like tweeted this out or something. Yo, national alert. All the Crips out there. Y'all going to fuck Kanye up. <laughs> So he like basically was asking Crips to be to like yeah, like put out like a bat signal like being like they were basically like don't leave Calabasas <laughs> you better stay in Calabasas and it's because they're mad about his pro Trump yes. stuff right yeah. okay and yeah. then we had the open letter from his plastic surgeon mm. what's his name Jan something Jan, Jan. Uh, I about forget the last Donda's surgery basically being like the surgeon was like look. Uh, I appreciate you because he wanted the surgeon to be his album cover. Yes. And he was like, I appreciate that. I, it would be mean a lot to me. However, I ask you to cease and desist. And on the subject of your mother, I didn't do anything wrong. Your cousin who was her nurse was not taking care of her. That's important info. Yeah. I did and, not know that. And Kanye was like, thank you so much. The healing is going to begin. Like, it's just been like. This is the only part I want to just also yeah. sit on for one second is that because we have talked a lot about and this is, I think, where I get a little like, hmm, um, but it's also makes perfect sense. But like whoa, the the question of um, I think it's in the Charlemagne interview of whether he's gone to a therapist is so fascinating because we have talked so much about how the Kardashians and now extension Kanye, they have this like very antiquated notion of therapy. And this quote really bummed me out. Because Charlemagne was like, so you've gone through so much because they were talking about the robbery. And he was like, "Uh, you must have, I'm sure, gone to therapy. And he goes, I use the world as my therapist. Anyone I talk to is my therapist. I'll pull them into the conversation of what I'm feeling at that point and get their perspective. I like just talking to acquaintances, friends, family, and I keep them on the phone for 45 minutes at a time talking through things. It's kind of narcissistic. (laughs) And I was like, this is the most wild quote because... (laughs) It is literally misunderstanding the entire function of therapy, which is that you don't put things on people in your life and that you take care of yourself so that you can actually take care of other people. That's like it's the one relationship in your life where you don't owe them anything. And it's so perfect to me that he's like, I don't need therapy. I talk. I force people to have 45 minute conversations with me is Carrie Bradshaw. Carrie Bradshaw says, like, I don't need therapists. I have you guys. And it's literally the inverse of like how I at least understand. 
understand therapy, which is like you go so that you can not abuse those relationships and like put it in a place yeah. where it's an unbiased person who you don't owe anything. And that's like why you literally have to pay for yeah, it. Because Charlemagne's like, I go to therapy every Friday at 3 p.m. And he's like, nah, not me. <laughs> I just I go to Chris's house. Yes. He talks about Chris so much in that Charlemagne interview. Oh, he does. He I does. didn't get to He that. talks about at Chris's house, at Chris's house, at Chris's house. He's always having a conversation with some other rapper at Chris's house. Wow. Some other artist at Chris's house, some other mogul at Chris. Like he's always at Chris's it's house. His HQ. Yeah. Yeah. I just was like, I mean, it's not the hill I, worth dying on, but I was just like, it's this family yeah. and this never ending stigma about therapy. And they it have, is. It's like they have such a platform and it's like if <sighs> one of them was also, just like, I love therapy. It's great. It'd be like, oh, my God. Thank you. Also him being like, they wanted me to take this pill three times a day. I take maybe once. <laughs> Wait, what did he say? I don't remember. He take it one, once every five days or once every couple weeks. I didn't follow his pill math. I'll I was be like, honest oh, with you. that's certainly not how it works. That's, <gasps> I don't know. Like, I don't think he's in, I, I think he's in a, it's so weird. I believe he's at the same time in a better place than he has been I in think a you're long right. time. I think you're totally right. And also it just he's, comes and he's working. Yeah. It, it just feels like, you know, hearing him talk makes me think of how I talk when I'm with close friends really trying to work something out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm like, what do I think about this? Right. But he's doing it in front of cameras and on Twitter, which yeah. is so, I don't know. Like That's what I mean is it's, it's like it's, it's endlessly fascinating because it's like, well, what does it mean if you are, you know, it's like you're pushing back against the machine and you're at that you're at TMZ to yell at TMZ to be like you I like I've been I've hurt myself I was addicted to drugs because I got lipo like I'm affected by you but he's also part of the most like it's the our podcast like he's part of the most famous family in the world he has yeah. like the craziest relationship with like the press and paparazzi and it's like you see this you don't get to see somebody struggling inside of it that much and that's kind of what it looks like to me yeah when you like you have he is part of the most famous group of humans alive right now and he can he has this endless platform and he's also like obviously haunted by it and it like like i think a lot of people in uh positions of power and fame are and yeah. it's crazy and that layer of it is like forever fascinating because he isn't yeah he isn't such like a, a uh like a a prison of like his own construction yeah i it's like i don't know why like of everything crazy that has happened the lipo to me for some reason I was like I just didn't expect it I think you and also men in plastic surgery it. and like I think that's not especially because his mom died yes and that was yeah. the I was just gonna say it's like the layers of it I was like wow this is complicated and obviously I, not a judgment on it and getting plastic surgery because I never would he yeah. I would never judge is what I was gonna but say like, you would yeah I would never yeah right you've had your whole body you had a mom <laughs> you had a, a mommy lift before you yeah I'm just kidding you have no navel I get your story <laughs> busted busted roasted busted, busted. roasted. Me. I got the pre-mommy I don't know pre-mommy lift look I know Kanye's not he's not right right now but I think he's on an interesting journey. I agree. And I stand beside my friend. <laughs> I know you love him But so also, much. please stop saying that kind of stuff about slavery. People are not going to hear. You're just 
you, there are certain things you're just not going to make an, a good analogy about. It's going to ring a lot louder. Like when you ring that bell, like that is what you, like drowns out a lot of the other, like maybe more important. You pieces. cannot use the Holocaust or slavery as a simile. No, God. And everyone does it. People do it people a lot. People love to do it. You can't. Well, because they it's know that. It's not fair to the suffering of the people who well, endured it. And they know that it wakes people up and they listen because it's, it's a, it's a flashpoint and it's like, wait, what are we talking about? And that's exactly what happened with those quotes. I can really talk about Kanye forever right now we because I really on, I went on a journey this week where I was like, oh no, do I have to turn my back? And then I was like, wait, I see a glimmer of hope. There's a spot. I feel like he's a phoenix. He'll rise from the ashes. I'm excited for whatever comes next. Uh, he says no more stupid things than most of my friends and family. So <laughs> he, she's just saying them louder. Um, all right. Black China. Oh my God. What a yin and yang. I mean, I guess it's more just like two yins or two yangs. I don't know. But the yeah. people, these, the people the Kardashians choose to mate with. Mate, it's, this is insane. Black China's pregnant with an 18 year old's baby. I, I'm not going to even know his name because I just keep forgetting it. It's he, like YG the, <laughs> I don't know. This is like, oh my a God. child they met on Christian Mingle. Oh my what? God. Oh, I mean, he's only 11 years younger than her. Yes. She's 28. No. Yeah. She's like 29 and he's 18 years old. Mm -hmm. She's allegedly pregnant. This is from foxnews.com, BTW. That's very funny. Black China's pregnant with her 18-year-old rapper boyfriend, YBN Almighty J's baby. A source tells page six. Oh, oh, Jay says the pair met on Christian Mingle in an interview with No Jumper in March and comments on the possibility of having a baby. I don't wear condoms. I oh, would yeah. not want to. Wait, this I would not want wild. to F a B. I did not want to get pregnant. <laughs> if China got pregnant, I would keep that S like, ooh, daddy, love you. I love that S. That's beautiful. <laughs> God, that is beautiful. Listen, YBN Almighty. YBN Almighty, Almighty J. Wait, what is he saying? I don't wear condoms. I would not want to fuck a bitch. I don't want to get pregnant. He's saying okay. I wouldn't. Yeah, he's like, I wouldn't fuck somebody. I wouldn't want to get pregnant. And but, so if China got pregnant, I'd keep that shit. I'll be like, ooh, daddy, I love that ass. Yeah, he's saying, I love her. I wouldn't fuck her unless I was wanted to also he's have a baby. He's 18 years old. Why? Aye. Wait, why are so many of them date? Like the FBI needs to like raid the compound in Calabasas because <laughs> they are so dating much, too many children. There's a lot of statutory rape going on and it's oh. very problematic. I mean, can we just pause for one second that I think it's what? Maybe just over two weeks, maybe three weeks that... Chloe and Tristan scandal exploded. Yes. She had the baby. The cheating scandal. The cheating scandal. Uh, the, the baby ha of happened. The minute. <laughs> then, then it was crazy Coachella. Uh, Kim's naked body. Kim's naked body. Then uh, then Kanye, Kanye picks up Twitter again. And like fast forward to here, like this has been some of the wildest couple weeks for the it's family. It's been so much to, uh, it's been so much to cover. Oh my God. It's been so much. Okay. And there's like, uh, yeah. And so, there was more. Oh, and also uh, Kim went on Ellen. Yes. She was adorable. And I watched it. It was awesome. Kim is obviously always perfect and um, talked about Chloe broke the silence. She just said it was really fucked up. It was really fucked up. And then she said she had made this decision. Clearly she was saying in relation to like dream and Rob that like ever since that, that she just keeps it cute and classy 
because her point being that the kids grow up um, and they see those interviews yeah. and so she doesn't like speaking ill about their partners. But um, but yes, I did see that on Instagram. Apparently Tristan and her unfollowed each other. <gasps> but he Tristan still, and Kim? Yeah. Oh, okay. And she, like, he still follows some of the other sisters, but that Kim and him no longer follow each other. Just, Kim doesn't play around e- except with her own personal people. Yeah. And then, of course, it was the big rollout of her perfume and her, like, body yeah. thing. And, like, that was the least important news, I guess. <laughs> I will say, like, this time last week, I was like, Kanye's such a traitor. Stop talking about Lamar and Tristan and the cab so much. But he's nothing. He's just on a tour of, like, loving everybody. Yeah. He's, like, tweeting, like, uh, call up somebody you hate and tell them you love them. <laughs> I thought about it. I, I was thought like, about it. I was too. like, who would that be? Let's see. Who would it be? Can I think? Oh, maybe the guy who yelled at me a year ago and hasn't spoken to me. Who? I don't know who mine would be. Who do I hate? Mm. I'll get back to it. Putty. Putty. I hate my cat. God, I love mine. He scratched me up real good. You see that blood? Marcy. I'm going to get you like um a nice little padded suit. I need like one of those falcon ears. Yes. Gloves for yeah. my cat. All right, so Caitlyn Jenner is not marrying Sophia Hutchins. Not that anyone ever knew they were possibly too wed. Who is this person? Well, she looks like Ivanka Trump. Yeah, she's uh, like a young... But she's a 21-year-old... Um, uh, I don't know if she's a trans activist as well. Yeah, I was looking through the article trying to find out like who she is. But basically, like, she's just like the one only companion that Caitlyn has these days. And mm. they say it's more like a mother-daughter thing, but people have been like, no, they're definitely dating. They but look I, a lot alike. Like They look like... Caitlyn looks like the older version of her. Oh, yeah. Well, they just probably... Like surgery because, faces. Yeah, they had yeah. surgery. They just yeah. have like very that very same... Um, yeah, like plastic surgery face, but yeah, uh, get, go get it, Caitlin. Do you? I mean, everyone Another, else is. Yeah, like child. <laughs> oh, wait, let's see. Uh, who knows? Oh well, we'll see if Caitlin ends up married. I mean, what else do we have? Did we have an? I think that that was it. I think we like powered through. I think Kanye took up the bulk oh, of it. God, and I don't want anyone to. S- to get mad at me for love it. You know how I feel about Kanye and I no, can't stop it. I think you, it. you are honest and true and I understand exactly why you care for him and I like also peppering in my concerns. Yes. Um, no, it's... Um, oh, also someone emailed us about Rob Kardashian. Oh. That he posted a Getty's emo, Im- image of himself and he's like, I don't look like this anymore. Coming soon. Do you think he's going to be on Revenge Body? Oh, no. Rob. The season finale? Oh, no. Well, Has it not ended yet? I don't know. Sorry, my cat is screaming. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey. Hey. Relax. Yeah. Oh, buddy, buddy. He was like, Ma. It's okay. Ma. Go back to sleeping. We're just screaming about Kanye. Um, Yeah. Man. Well, speaking of Rob's revenge body, uh, should we b- go into this episode? Yeah, let's see how fast we can cover the dumb episode. Okay, well. So we are at season one, episode six. You are so pregnant, dude. Oh, Lord. Uh, yeah, it was funny. Before we started recording, we summed this whole episode up in <laughs> one sentence. That sentence is, uh, <laughs> Chloe thought she was, or Courtney thought she was pregnant. She was not uh kendall wanted a, a dog they pretended to hide it they did not they kept it 
Bing, bong, bong. But we'll let's pick out a couple little highlights. Oh of, gosh, um, what is like a fun thing? I don't know. Like, uh, I mean, them going to Vegas was fun, and I did remember that that elevator scene where Chloe. Uh, gets her top pulled down yes. by Courtney. It's very, that's like, I forgot a pretty iconic shot of yeah. them fucking around and they being like very in their 20s. Put that in a different storyline, right? Yes. It was just this like weird kind of basically like because there's a pregnancy scare at the top courtney thinks she might be pregnant she's not it feels like one of those things where she's like i don't feel good then chloe's like maybe you're pregnant like get that could be a story that could be a whole thing and then they built it out into this like very of the time that they went to the palms it was giving me like major flashbacks they decide to celebrate basically celebrate her not being pregnant by taking a party bus all the way i know chris pisses behind like a cement block and, and it's pouring, pouring down somewhere rain in a parking lot it looked like a gas station parking lot so i don't know why she didn't go in the gas station I, the whole storyline was so bizarre like just get them to vegas we don't care and they get to vegas and they stay at the palms in one of these like hideous suites that i think was like the real world suite yes um which uh not to brag but in my 20s uh in my single 20s uh, my friends and I went and we met some dudes and they were staying in the real world suite and we went back and partied in the room. Nothing happened, but it was, the, it is like the real world suite and it like, at did least, they live there or something? No, it's like a room. It's like, oh. you, it's just a very fancy suite that you can rent. And so it's like, wait, or, the real world, but why are you calling it the real world suite? Cause they lived there. And they That's what there. I said. That's oh, what I, I was asking. Did they live there? Oh, I thought you meant the people that I met that no, were No, no, no. I meant like that. Cause I didn't watch Las oh, Vegas. Oh yeah. That's like where they lived in the Palms Hotel. That's disgusting. It was horrific. It's like to one of the most like smoke every single it's day. The Vegas. I think there's been a couple now, but that was the first Vegas one. Um, And it is like it was my favorite real world ever because it is like they're all just fucked up people in their 20s in the real world. But this you like they live in a casino like they live in the Palms Hotel at like the top of it. Did and they it's like have jobs. I don't remember. I, people listening will remember better, but it's like, I think it's the season that had Trishel, who was a famous uh, hot mess. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's just one of the most like truly chaotic, insane real worlds. And it's so old now. But um, God, I loved it so much. And so, yeah, like that suite used to be like, oh, my God, the real world suite, the real world suite. Did I ever tell you that I like went to a real world casting and got like, so did I. And I like got asked to like go speak with producers. Oh, Marcy, you made it further than me. Yeah, so I went. They so they kept me around after the first, and then uh, I did not go that year though. Then the next year they kept me around again. Then I had another follow up phone call. Oh my god! Uh, and then my roommate Serena, they did not pick her, but they asked her if she would be interesting in being like a local. Uh, uh, VJ oh shit for the jazz fest one year and oh, she was like so yeah fun. but then when they did her camera test they didn't let her do it because she had cystic acne oh she was like it's my face because of my face which is lame because lame. um she was still really cool and fun um but yeah. I feel like there was a real moment in time generationally that was like because I like I wanted to be on the real world like that was the thing that I was like I will it's important it's a goal of mine I yeah. think it's cool I think it's a cool thing and I will try to do it people need to see me. yes and I'm very interesting and I have a very interesting story even though I'm from just an absolutely boring suburban place and haven't lived and done anything Serena and I are so our stories were sort of similar just that we were like 20 years old and virgins <laughs> 
so we're like we got to split up like yeah we, we can't <laughs> we put like 10 people in between us so that we would go into different rooms <sighs> so like we were like you can go ahead of us you can go ahead of us and like that's cause very we knew, savvy because we knew to not be in the same room together that makes sense yeah yeah i don't think i don't remember mine very well but i remember yeah it didn't go very far but i was used to be very obsessed with the real world so it was a very big deal so the palms factored in in a big way um, which circles back to the palms connection is my favorite because it connects to real housewives because, um, uh, Adrian, Adrian Maloof, Maloof, I remember the, of the Maloof hoof, uh-huh. <laughs> Adrian, the Maloofs, I don't know if they still do, but they own. The yeah. Palms. And so then that was why I remember like the first season of Beverly Hills. I was like, <gasps> um, but the palms is, I hate it. I don't know if it's great now, but I remember like staying there because it was so well promoted and such a thing on TV and then like going and being like, this is like that club that they go to on the episode moon. I've been there and it's like, woof. It is. It's just, well, it's are, bad. Oh, the thing that I found interesting earlier on in the episode is so when Courtney's like, Scott needs to come over here and she's like i think i'm pregnant but i'm gonna go to the doctor and he says i wish you would have told me what you know alone <laughs> literally as a boom shadow ah! is on his face like from the <laughs> it was so funny Scott also i will cannot get over how like young and weird he's got he looks. such a f- squeaky voice his squeaky voice he's like only ever wearing weird huge aviators again oh, yeah. his old teeth are all over the place uh, let's see crazy. what else do, 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 do. Um, so they have this fake storyline that Scott asked Courtney to marry him in Vegas beautifully acted and then they have like uh, and she's like I love Scott I guess you know why not now Then <laughs> <laughs> they do a dry run of the wedding uh, and then Chris calls Caitlin Caitlin's like well make him stop uh, <laughs> so Chris's big like speech to Courtney why she should not get married is because this is wrong. You have hot pink roses and you're standing under plastic. Not that the things are what matters, but you know. I love that speech. So funny. Also, Chris like stomping around in her like super low cut. Like I think I did not remember what a cleavage era this was for Chris. <laughs> These like flouncy little like they're like short, short dresses with like mondo cleavage, but not good support. And wow. then these like weird boots and heels and just like she's a, always walking forward. Yes, too. that's what I mean. She's sort of clomping like like a, she's like a little tornado. Walker. She's at a bunch of like 30 degree angles. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly like when she's outside on the phone uh, calling to be like, I don't know what to do. I was like, what is happening? She just looks like she's storming around. Uh, and I love it so much. And then this is where you really it's like we're enough episodes in that you're like, oh, I see these archetypes now like chris is sort of in a flurry um and always being like i shouldn't but okay <laughs> and barely kim's barely in this kim's episode barely but she's it. like i support courtney you already had four kids by 28 Mom. yeah she might as well get married it's ben, normal i she's like i wait i think kim literally says in this episode i did the whole get married in vegas thing too it's not that big of a deal yes! <laughs> So it's just like the con. If you zoom out, it's like so they came to get crunk with their mom in Vegas, and Chris is like, I don't know why we're going, but I love a good trip. <laughs> they love to party with her, and it's so funny. Or they didn't, but then she was like, I'm the EP of the show, and it I is will be coming in like like a juxtaposition of Kanye and this family to have like the lightest thinkers of our times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a term! 
<laughs> oh, Courtney had a sentence that was making me laugh really hard at the top. I don't know if you'll find this funny, but I rebounded. I was like, wait, what was that? When she was like, they were waiting for the pregnancy results. And she goes, "Ugh, I'm like literally anxiety attack at all seconds. <laughs> <laughs> all seconds you know like i couldn't handle it's really funny when when because courtney has a short forehead (laughs) it's because it's like it's pressing in on her brain that's where mason gets that little cro magnon look from it's courtney i i because i think she's had her hairline done a little bit i'm sure i think they all have yeah they've had their hairline done a little bit so it's given her like an extra quarter inch on the on the old head so it looks like less uh teresa goody i that's the famed one yeah uh but famed that's where forehead. mason gets his little cro magnon at all seconds anyways and then there's a whole silly dog storyline that was just like i guess i think oh did you catch how kim introduced herself at the club on the mic hi it's me princess kim princess kim i laughed so hard i was like god she was really branding this whole thing with the k with the crown and like oh. this that and that and that was her um i think that was the name on the porn or on the porn tape um anyways i just loved it but yeah i always wonder on these ones like i just wonder what it's like for kim um like the crazy party episodes and trips because it's always just like i'm boring yeah <laughs> but then the three of them were like up dancing and like you know looked like they were getting you know a little crunk they, they all's well that ends well right right you know what i can't wait for what i can't wait for tonight well this will be released after but the whole tmz footage is going to be released tonight oh that's what i was asking so because yeah at it nine, was just little yeah it'll be like an hour from that where makes we, sense because i was confused on the website so you guys by the time you hear this you'll have seen it but um possibly more i'm sure they showed us the best parts yeah this, you know they didn't hold back but we'll see the full tmz live with kanye i did not it's know a, that it's a daily show that comes oh, on the nine, show it comes on at 9 p.m pacific um time so well, well no we can't even cover it because it hasn't happened yet guys and then by the time we are reconvened there will have been i mean thousands upon millions of updates that this will just will. know that kanye and i both understand that slavery was not <laughs> no one got on the boat because of free will i like this is about i don't need <laughs> to align about you, I, you know what? i don't need to align myself with them but i can't help but let him know <laughs> I see where you're going. I think that and I su- like the light. <laughs> I think that you support him in a very true and loving way. And I respect it. You know what, though? He even tweeted about this. Some of his friends were like, you know, I called my family this week because of something you said. I totally get it. I am so curious in these moments, like where Kim sits with all of it. Like what is happening uh, at the house and like what is her like I would just die to know I mean I think she just loves and accepts and knows him so well yeah. and like there it's a, what will make me forever obsessed with their partnership you know yeah oh my god yes anyways there's also total tone shift but in the Ellen interview oh yeah it's really cute like they play a really fun game um is Kanye mad or not mad and Ellen puts up photos of Kanye Kanye and Kim at events and like Kim has a little paddle and it's really cute because she literally like stares at them a lot and is like I oh and it's like the Met one where she's like oh he was really excited about those contacts he was in like a really good she said he was so excited he's because no one ever wears denim to the Met and he got to her denim to the Met (laughs) yes and then she tells a story about how she was out of town and Kanye had to get north ready for school 
and that then she, she picked her up I think at the end of the day and that she had like a million bows in her hair and looked crazy <laughs> and, and Kim was like what happened and he was like she just kept saying she wanted more <laughs> and, I, and he was following her instincts yes I just ugh can you tell that then she, I love these people a lot? Then she <laughs> lied about her kid, about Saint being a genius. She did? She said that he could spell, what word was it? Oh, uh, I didn't. I gargantuan. She said he could spell gargantuan. No, he can't. She, then the story kept mildly shifting as it oh, went Oh, like on. her family feud recap? That yeah. also Ow. was like, putty your nails. Putty. Well. No, he's just, being very just, cute and trying to jump on Marcy. He knows he's pound bound. <laughs> pound bound, baby. Um, that was it. That's it. I'm very sorry for my loyalty, you guys. Don't. I think you need to, I think it's loud and proud and I love it. Um, that is it. Uh, tune in next week. We'll continue to recap. I think there's more crazy stuff happening on next week's episode that I'm excited about. The teaser was a fun one and we get to see like a lot of shirtless young Rob. Hell yeah. Um, we release new episodes every Wednesday. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, and please rate and review. Check out our Twitter and Instagram and like our Facebook page. Email us corrections, comments, and Kardashian run-ins at Kardashianit at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening, guys, to Kardashianit. Bye. Bye. Screw it. We're, We're just gonna, gonna talk about Spider-Man. Hi, this is Will Hines. And this is Kevin Hines. We are co-hosts of the podcast Screw It. We're just gonna talk about Spider-Man. You love Spider-Man, so listen to us as we go over his original 1960s comic books where you'll meet all of these characters for the very first time. Dr. Octopus. Aunt May. Jay, Jonah, Jameson. Fancy Dan. Also, we're brothers, so that's cool. Yeah, listen to Screw It. We're just gonna talk about Spider-Man. New episodes every Wednesday. On Campfire Media. Campfire.